science. I'm Simon. And I'm Jeff. Jeff. Simon. You're uh you're a big fan of Fatboy Slim, right? It's that's your favorite it's your favorite artist? Yeah, yeah. Uh I have some uh, pretty pretty great tunes I hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we're just go go and name name some of your favorite Fat Boy Slim songs. Uh, you know, you know them. Just the whole the whole <laughs> just, lot. That, really that last whole... album they dropped, pretty great. Just the whole that whole last album, real good. Uh, yep. <laughs> well, they do have. There is a line from a Fat Boy Slim song. Uh, the Fat Boy Slim song is called "Weapon of Choice." The music video to it is just Christopher Walken dancing around a mall. It's it's amazing. <sighs> okay. It's transcendent. Um, but there's a line from it, you know, where he goes, "Walk without rhythm, and you won't attract the worm." So that's like a the- real <laughs> deep cut, <laughs> isn't it? Like, for years, I heard that line, and I was like, it's a really weird line to have in this song. <laughs> Turns out it's a Dune. It's a, yeah, it's a Dune reference. Yep. Oh, it's crazy. So, that's what we're talking about this week. It's two weeks. This bi-week. Fortnite? I keep on forgetting it's a yep. Fortnite. I think- <laughs> that's why we do it every two weeks, to catch that Fortnite SEO. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All of our, our episodes are, are underneath the Fortnite... Um, Fortnite Reddit. That's what we do. That's where we post most of them. Right. Uh, if you're having difficulty finding them, if you did find them, it's because you also are a member of the Fortnite Reddit, and are <laughs> you found it there. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Or we know you and <laughs> took your phone. Or we know you. Yeah. Or you're a sibling of mine. <laughs> yeah. So we're talking about we're talking about Dune. Uh. Uh. Jeff, do you wanna do you wanna describe what Dune is? Uh, it's a book. It's a book. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Um, in the book, the entire galaxy's, uh, economy and commerce is based on spice, which, uh, can only be found on one planet. Yep. And that's it. There's big worms. There's big old worms. I mean... And very angry people. I feel like you're skipping over the whole, like... (laughs) <laughs> then there's also like a hero who's the chosen one who like becomes a part of the planet and stuff yeah well i mean i'm not interested in the hero's journey i want to get into the <laughs> minutiae of the economy <laughs> yeah of how how spice became such a dominant force in this actually they explain it don't right because it's like highly addictive and like a bunch of wealthy people get addicted to yeah, it. yeah it's like highly addictive and it's what they use to power their spaceships for long distance travel oh that's right hmm i wonder if uh like it's so it's such a weird thing to to come up with like this is something that's a drug but also could be used for propulsion <laughs> it's very useful it's normal stuff it's normal yeah normal everyday i power my car with uh, heroin so <laughs> right God, I need... Okay, so here's something, listener, that you should know about uh, us researching this. We've just researched this, like, now. Uh, but <laughs> I, I have a page up, and I'm learning slowly that you should never read further than, like, two or three paragraphs down, because it gets really weird, and it's stuff that makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, it's very strange. I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna scroll up on this Wikipedia page, so I don't... <laughs> Back into the sane parts of the page. Uh, yeah, so... Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty good synopsis of Dune. It's a giant, giant desert planet, and there's big old worms on it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, let's get started. Let's talk about those worms. Or do we want to talk All about right. spice? Because what I, I think have... they kind of tie into each other, don't they? I think they don't do. Don't the worms make the spice? I thought the worms were the spice. Well, the worms are the worms. I thought, uh, maybe. Maybe the, the worm... Isn't the spice the worm poop? <laughs> Listen, guys. <laughs> poop is funny. And it will always be funny. I think it is. I think you're right. I think spice is worm poop. Uh, so I guess we do have to kind of talk about both of those. Uh, what do you... Okay. So do you want to start... Which direction do you want to start with? Do you want to start with what's the uh the excrement 
and move from, uh, towards the thing that makes it, or start with the thing that makes it and go towards the excrement? Uh, I mean, that's up to you. I'm just doing a quick fact check to see how close we are before we get really too far into it. Like, how close we are in terms of our uh, space? That um, Well, that spice we're, is worm poop. We're a good, like, Because that would be away. kind of, like, really fundamental and would really <laughs> skew uh, the interpretation if we were wrong with that. Uh, but isn't that, like, the thing that, what's his name, comes up with? Paul? You know, Paul? <laughs> Paul, your buddy Paul, yeah, Paul. Uh, that that doofus who is a prince that also leads all the indigenous people in the. Hey man, I think that guy's on Arrakis. He's your he's your coworker. I don't think you should really be calling him a doofus. I think that that's a little. A little <laughs> mean. We're kidding, Paul. It's this. Oh, are we not talking about Paul Atreides still? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe. So yeah, pre-spice mass is the stage of something fugisoid wild growth achieved when water is flooded into the excretions of little makers uh little makers are sandworms so yes it's worm poop yeah when worms died sand trout would be we released right. into the sand and the cycle of creation would repeat yeah oh god nailed it right there. how deep we get this time <laughs> eight not minutes. eight minutes <laughs> I'm getting my my profanity is getting slowly worse with uh, age in grad school. <laughs> anyway, okay, I I think that we could just say that the sandworms are just really big worms. Like, is there anything about worms that would keep them from being that big? Um, I mean, probably <laughs> they would get that big otherwise, right? No, I think that's probably okay. Okay, that they're just big worms. I mean, like we have whales and stuff, and they're pretty big. <laughs> but like sandworms are bigger than whales, aren't they? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. So maybe that's like the thing. Like, like just in terms of like, sh- like how long are sandworms? I guess is the question. How long I are sandworms? I, I, Let I'm me. Surprised I didn't look this up before. Yeah. Right. Because what um... I'm thinking is, I'm, I'm thinking like it. it like the speed at which sandworms move and grow hundreds of meters in length with specimens observed over 400 meters okay so that's not like it's long i was thinking like kilometers but this is still like Mm -hmm. normal sized or yeah so like whale size these are whale sized worms Mm -hmm. and and it maybe it probably just needs like it needs probably like a some kind of structure to it so maybe it has like a doesn't don't they have like exoskeletons? Uh yes, because the Fremen use that to climb onto their backs. <laughs> yeah, so that makes sense. So that they have support, they just got a bunch of gooey insides. Uh and do we think that maybe they're maybe just that big because of um like water retention? So like it's to decrease the amount of volume to surface ratio? Exos- I mean, mm-hmm. what? You started saying accept, so I want to let you finish that before I no, no, jump in. No, I, I wasn't going to shoot. I'm, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I come up with good ideas that don't have any issues with them. Right. I mean, we can go with that and, like, you know, they might just be a creature that doesn't necessarily have an upper bound beyond what they can't, like physically hold up i guess or like it's not like there's anything hunting them yeah yeah and and it's not like you know uh, yeah i completely agree so it's like it's like uh, at a certain point in size they're just too massive to keep going like it's just Mm -hmm. there are uh, there are like whatever pumps you know energy through their body just cannot keep up and they just die Mm -hmm. um yeah, no, that makes sense to me. So then what do we think spice is? Because uh, it, yeah, it has to, keep in mind, it has to be both a propellant in space mm-hmm. and and I believe the word that is used by this fan wiki is an awareness spectrum narcotic. All right. Can you unpack what an awareness spectrum narcotic is? Uh, boy, can I. 
It's uh, it's a narcotic <laughs> substance that has the ability to expand an individual's consciousness on some level. This expansion can manifest itself in many ways, including uh, prescience or other memory, and uh, simply an increase in immediate awareness and sensory ability. Uh, okay, so it makes you pay attention more <laughs> to your surroundings. It's Adderall, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I'm, I'm realizing... Adderall that makes your eyes turn blue. Yeah, that that part's weird. Uh, yep. What I'm wondering is, so what, like the current thing we use for jet propulsion in space is oxygen, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe this is like super oxygen. <laughs> it's just like compressed real real tight yeah i was thinking that or like maybe it's like oxygen that's like locked into like a crystalline structure um okay so that like you can get a lot more of it in a smaller space so that like that like the 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 greater awareness the greater like sensory ability is just the fact that your brain now has like all of this oxygen to to feed it okay and we can work with that and you can just like use oxygen as we do now as a jet propulsion uh material um i mean would that be able to make like a hyperspace faster than light travel uh <laughs> i well no jeff no it couldn't <laughs> like yeah like that's the problem they're not like powering space planes with it they're powering big tubes that are hurled through space faster than light. Uh, what if it's like a fourth dimensional thing? What if it's like um, that's how you move faster than light is that you have to like dip into a higher dimension? Mm. I think that might be pretty close to what the description is. Like it's a folding of space, I think I saw. Yeah, which is very similar to uh dipping into a mm-hmm. higher dimension okay so, so but then how have does the spice crystalline structure oxygen <laughs> that i guess can make you fold space and reach into other dimensions so but okay okay what if i'm trying to think like how do you get how do you get like, I mean, maybe it's not, like, they're just refined differently. So it doesn't have to simultaneously be a drug and also space gas. Space gas. Uh, okay. Well, because that's what I was thinking was, like, maybe the blue eye part of it is, like, that's the compound that's that's locking in that oxygen. So, mm-hmm. like, so, like, maybe that compound once it's deprived of the oxygen, has enough stored energy that it could, uh, it could power, like, a, a dimension-breaking device. It just seems I like... Run that past me? Like, I feel like I missed the first part of what you said by the time we got to the end. Oh, maybe. I took a really long time to say it, because I was trying to... <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of the words as I was talking about it. The issue I have mm-hmm. is, like, I, I still just don't, like, 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 you, you can't just, like, jump over to a different, uh, dimension. You gotta, like, you gotta do something to, to pull right. yourself through a dimension. And, and that's really, really difficult to do. <laughs> really energetically expensive. It's really energetically expensive. Uh... So I'm wondering, like, oh, what if it's, like, this is kind of strange, but, um, what if, Mm. what if it's, like, oxygen that's bound to, like, an anti-oxygen, you know, like, like, antimatter, so that, so that it, by ingesting it, you, I guess you would explode, so maybe not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, no, I'm thinking it might be something that just a way that it is easily metabolized gives it like the like in the body gives it those drug like effects um and just the side effects of it like it messes with your eyes um yeah but there's like just i don't know what 
the process would be, but there'd be a different process that, like, if you throw it into the ship reactor, it generates, you know, an absurd amount of energy. Yeah, like, it's, like, almost like a, like a radioactively uh, uh, active element. Right. And that's why it right. causes your eyes to glow. Mm-hmm. Is because it's, like, giving off, it's decaying in your body. Mm-hmm. And maybe it just has... Okay, I like that. I like the idea that, that it's essentially just like a, a, uh, a compound that is used to stabilize oxygen while also being like highly radioactive and used for... And, and possible to be used in like a, uh, some kind of nuclear uh, breeder or reactor. Like a higher, mm-hmm. higher like, you know, whatever, 118, 120 uh, element or something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then why how did why do why do uh bugs what are they called? Worms? Why do worms have them then? Do we just think that this is what? like how how do the worms use it? Like why do the worms poop this out? It is like the the little makers are like sand plankton basically, and when whatever they give off is exposed to you know, all the water and inside parts of a sandworm, that becomes the spice melange. And that spice melange okay. is the, I see the thing saying. that does it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is like, okay. So, so, but do we think that the, the worms are using this compound in any way? Because, I mean, it would make sense if, they were, if it was so energy dense. Then maybe it's used mm-hmm. in supporting this enormous life form. Um, I mean, I guess it might. Like, I think it's just largely a cast off of, like, they just eat of eating the sand these, plankton. The, the sand plankton. Yeah. Of the little makers. Okay, I gotcha. I gotcha. That's like their their diet is a little little sand plankton. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, I mean that works. It works. It works completely fine for me. Uh. Mm-hmm how how about those force fields though that was a really, right really... The, the the force fields that do a good job blocking bullets and swords but a bad job blocking slow swords <laughs> yeah so this is uh i think it's called it's a holtzman holtzman shield in in series it's a shield that has like a like a cutoff it has like a limiter on it so if if something is below a specific velocity, uh, it will it won't activate. So like you can touch a person who has a shield, but you can't stab that person mm-hmm. unless it's very slow. Right. Uh. So to me, it makes sense that this is like a a bubble. Well, hmm. Well, actually, this is what makes sense to me. Um. So say. When someone accelerates, what they're doing is they're bending space-time, right? Okay. What if it seems like maybe the shield is like an opposite bending of space-time? So if there's enough of a, if there's enough of a, of a thank you, uh, <laughs> if there's enough of a of a acceleration, it'll like rebound mm-hmm. off. But if the acceleration stays below a certain limit, it won't. Okay, so like something that reacts with that kinetic energy and like redirects it? Yeah, yeah. So if there's enough of that energy being input into the system, then it can like go, then it can work. Yeah, yeah. And if it's not, then it and then it kind of just... Actually, I like that better. It's almost like... Uh, uh, like non-Newtonian fluids, like mm-hmm. it, once it gets, yeah, once yeah. it it transfers enough energy and it becomes hard, uh, and if there's not enough energy to break that threshold, it'll just pass through. That makes way more sense. I don't know what I was talking about. That was a that was a weird <laughs> offshoot. Uh, it was well, I mean, than it it got us there, so that's the important part. That is the important part. I like this. I like this. What do we think the what is the force field of though? Like, because obviously it can't just be like, you're not coded in like, 
You're not these people. Just real viscous goo. Well, I was thinking like water and cornstarch, but yeah, real viscous goo that too. <laughs> yeah, I think. Hmm. I don't remember if it was described as something you could see when it was turned on. I mean, like it doesn't block your vision of the person, does it? I don't think so. I know in the in the movie it's like a weird like distortion effect. I don't I don't know if that was just for the sake of the movie so the viewer knows that there's a shield or not. It's tough to say. It is <sighs> tough to say. Right. I I am going to say uh that it I don't believe it. I don't believe that it that it, it can't be seen. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know how they would necessarily be able to generate that. Yeah. It'd just be like uh like, like a, an electromagnetic field or something. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what I'm thinking too. And, and 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 maybe it's maybe it's a it's an electromagnetic field that is uh like So what I'm thinking seeing this is is that it's a, it's like permanent magnets, okay, that are on you. Okay. And then when something that has a magnetic charge moves into that that field uh the permanent magnets get forced in a direction and when they do that they generate you know a current and that generates more mm-hmm. of an electric more of a magnetic field and it's kind of like a um like a like a positive feedback loop of right the f- speed at which something is coming at you and mm-hmm. the force of the field that you're generating uh that okay would- yeah i like that that would only work with metallic objects. Mm. So, this is something I always have with force fields: is that like, if it's a ma- if it's magnetism, why not just shoot someone with a ceramic bullet? <laughs> right, or have a knife made out of a sandworm's tooth. Yeah, exactly. Boy, if only those existed. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> if only. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, but, like, this, I don't know, I don't like, I don't like... Yeah, well, and that's why, that's why I want to take something where it's, like, using the kinetic energy, less so, like, the magnetism of it. But But I don't know how we could, like, redirect the kinetic energy without, you know, physical intervention. Yeah, so do we think that we're just, that they're just coded in, like, a goo? Like, just a translucent goo? I think the problem with that is, like... It's too good. (laughs) You would need a lot of goo for it to really be effective. Okay. But what if the goo is just really responsive? Okay. Like, like, like... So it's just, like, it's a a light light coating of goo that that gets applied to you. And then as soon as it Or gets... that, like, whatever the device is, like, maintains that goo. Yeah, it constantly sinks creating goo. <laughs> <laughs> Every, everyone in the Dune universe is just a little bit wet. <laughs> just a little bit. Well, I think most people wouldn't wear them, and that's precisely because everyone has to be a little bit, like, <laughs> just coated in goo if you are using it. I guess, yeah. Uh... But so, are we cool with that? Are we cool with the goo goo theory? I, I'll take the goo theory. I'll take the goo theory too, because it. I think it explains. It's ridiculous, yes, but it explains way more <laughs> than anything else. Right. Uh, however, here's the thing: uh, how do those? How do these goo shields attract worms? Do we think that that? Do the goo shields attract worms? Yeah, that's why you gotta walk without rhythm. Um, no, that's just the like pounding your feet and stuff. Yeah, does that? It's it's like they're attracted to the vibration in the sand. Yeah, but it's also the Fremen don't use shields. Uh, instead, they use those little pulse emitters, and those are little shield generators. I don't think they have shield generators, do they? I they they have ones that are specifically used to draw worms. Like they don't generate. I shields. think those are just like. Sticks with a motor attached to them to pound on the ground. Listen, man. Because they're called thumpers. They are called thumpers, but there's also, uh, listen to this. Uh, 
It is noted in Children of Dune, 1976, that Fremen have developed a small shield generator known as a pseudo-shield to attract a man and a worm. Can we reject that as not being canon and just stick to the first book? Yeah, no, that's, that, that's fair. That's fair. I was okay. just going to say maybe the... Oh, it's just the vibrations of the active shield. So maybe, like, the goo... Ooh, I like this idea. Maybe the goo is hard, okay? But, like, okay. You're, you're, and you're coated in it. <laughs> okay? <laughs> but, like, you like there's a vibration. There's, like, a little thing on you that just vibrates the goo and keeps it, like, loose and limber so that you can, like, keep moving. Right? Right? <laughs> okay. And you're that's right. what's attracting the worm. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Slam dunk. But I, well, I feel like if they're creating a pseudo shield, then it doesn't have to fit with the current shield that exists. Uh, I'm not like I don't want to knock uh, your description because I do like it and it is very silly. <laughs> but I feel like we can stick with not constantly slightly vibrating goo that covers an entire body. I'm telling you, I think I. Th- I am like ninety percent sure it's the shields that they bring up that draw worms. I mean, yeah, maybe later, but in the first book, they have big sticks with motors that pound <laughs> but, on the ground very also, hard. That's why the fremen don't use shields because they'll get they'll get got by a worm. I don't know. No, that's why they like walk out of lockstep. Like they don't have a march because that marching beat attracts the worm all right we i will send that's why you, they're walking without rhythm i will Simon. send you pages of literature that all explain that it, it also the shields do attract worms uh, it's, i'm just saying i think okay, i, I will it. i will take your pages of literature and review them uh tomorrow after work uh, in the meantime, I'm going to stick to, per the first book, the shields don't attract worms. And right. really hope that I'm not wrong. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, because well, yeah, well, when we go to whatever, Jakar, whatever it is, and you have a shield and I don't, guess who's going to get got by a worm? I'm not going to have a shield. I know how to wear a still suit like Fremen, despite never wearing it. And I am Paul Atreides. <laughs> I know it naturally. <laughs> uh, all right. Do we? So, ba 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 ba. That's the one. <laughs> That's the one. Here's my question. Uh, so, do we want to get into the mentats and the other memories and the voice? Um, I feel like those are lots of things. <laughs> Which one do we want to start on? Let's do we want to start on mentats? The very smart. <laughs> Very smart people computers. <laughs> yeah, let's start on the Mentats. Okay. This is this is this is Jeff actively regretting every choice he's ever made that's led him to <laughs> to a podcast with me. Could you could you read all that in just the couple of sentences I said? Oh yeah. Well I read that in like the little the little tiff we just had that will become <laughs> recorded and posted online for posterity for everyone to hear. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well so, if that's the worst fight we ever get into i think we had an excellent relationship i i think we too i think we're both very chill chill people <laughs> <laughs> i think i think as a as a as a demonstration of how chill we are we don't even like we have this podcast and we even forget <laughs> to do it every week <laughs> That is true. Uh huh. For two years now, we have forgotten to do it every week. Uh, <laughs> like consistent. You, you folks have no idea. Mentats. Okay. Mentats of two. Right. So they're just really smart. What were their powers? They're just really smart people. They're, yeah, their powers is that they are very smart people, like on the level of, you know, computer-driven artificial intelligence. And the reason they exist is because uh, I guess people are afraid that artificial intelligences will take over 
the universe for some reason. I don't know I why they would be afraid of that. <laughs> I but I think we've been uh, we've been over this inside the podcast before. It feels like if you have an artificial intelligence and you're worried it's going to take over the universe, just don't make an artificial intelligence that will take <laughs> over the universe. Like literally as simple as that. I I don't think it's that simple though. Because it's not somewhat like someone is making the artificial intelligence. They just kind of, like, give it a goal, and it decides the rest from there. Okay, so then why not just unplug it or kill it or blow it up? Like, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like people are more scared of artificial intelligence than they should be. What they should be is scared of me. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, the the (laughs) artificial intelligence will gain the the trust of the people who, who made it. And then take over from there. Oh, have you not played Universal Paperclips? Guess I haven't played Universal. Do you want me to play Universal Paperclips? Do you want me to do that right now? You should. It's pretty good. I mean, not right now. This... <laughs> it sounds like a Lucas Pope game. <laughs> I don't know who made it. Me neither. Anyway, anyway Mentats. They're... Smart people. They're just they're smart people. But wait, isn't there something else that we found that's like in their powers that they're not just smart, but they also could do other things? Nah, I think they're just smart. Like, they possess exceptional cognitive ability, uh, they can know a lot of things and remember a lot of those things that they know, they can accurately assess people and situations by interpreting minor changes in body language and intonation, which I think just goes along with being, like, way too smart for their own good. Yeah, they're just smarty pants. That's all they are. Oh, 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 wait, that's right. They drink that stuff. Oh, yeah, there is a drug Sappho that juice. they drink that makes them smarter. Sappho juice. What do we think Sappho yeah. juice is that? Like, is it just like... Uh, I think it's an addictive drug extracted from the roots found <laughs> on you think You're pretty, you're like, you're not thinking <laughs> positive, but you're like, almost there. <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted you. It's interu- it's it's harvested from No, plants. you didn't interrupt me. I finished reading the wiki entry. <laughs> okay. Okay, good. Uh uh okay. So do we think it's just like like B12 or um you know, maybe like fish oil? Something that's good for your brain? It's just <laughs> It's just omega 3s. <laughs> yeah, it's just fatty acids is all it is. <laughs> It's it's all it takes to be super smart. I mean, I can see... What if it's, like, just real good sugar? (laughs) It gives your brain extra calories to work with. I like it. And you get addicted to it. And there you go. I I like this. I like that Dune. It's like... I mean, it's called juice, right? It's called juice. And everyone who knows, juice, very sugary. Exactly. The good exactly. juice, at least. The Yeah, well, the best juice is sugary. Like soda, or... <laughs> that soda juice. <laughs> that soda juice. Yeah, you know, you know what they say. Uh, soda's juice, and uh, Bob's your uncle. That, that classic turn of phrase. Okay, so so we got that. We're just these are smarty pants who like to drink a lot of sugar. <laughs> what about uh, the the other memory? Or I guess the, right. Yeah. No, continue. I keep cutting you off. Uh, I was gonna say, do mentats have other memory? No. Okay. I They're... believe that's only a what what were they called? Bene Gesserit. Oh yeah yeah. One yeah. of their deals. Yeah the the women. Yes. Yes yes yes. And this is like this is like so other memory is like like uh like genetic memory is how I remember it. Yeah, I that's my understanding. But it's not passed from like mother to daughter, it's like passed uh, through the ether. Right, like from I think it says from just the reverend mother. And I don't know if that's uh like genetic inheritance you inherit the title or if that's I don't think it is because like they all vote. They all vote. It's like well, uh, yeah, they vote on who who their leader is, and then that leader gets other memory for all the other leaders. Um, I mean, it says all of her female ancestors, and like 
they do have a breeding program, so mm. it could definitely just be straight genetic memory, and they're just terribly inbred. And they're just terribly inbred. So how do how do we think that this genetic memory is being passed on? Um, because obviously, I don't have. I don't. I guess I'm a man. <laughs> no one has genetic memory. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm, but I'm assuming my sisters don't have genetic memory of, like, say, my mom or my grandparents. I think this is specific to just these, like, just this group, also. So, mm-hmm. like, normal people in universe wouldn't be able to do this. Hmm. What makes this group of people special? Uh. Politics and money, probably. Hmm. So, do we think that, like, maybe? So, we think it's like a like. There's nothing that's like like they're not inhuman. They're they're humans. Yeah, I think they're probably human. They're probably genetically modified and might be modified by the spice somehow. Hmm. Modified by the spice is a good good album name. Uh... <laughs> that's. Don't TM. I'm using that later. Uh, <laughs> so, but it seems like like maybe it's like the process of of birthing that that passes those memories on. Or do we think it's it like looks like it isn't that because it does say when the Reverend Mother passes, their second takes on their ego and memory by touching foreheads together so it's not really like a genetic memory thing it's just you take on the the brain of the person who came well mind i suppose of the person who came before you like right before they died so it's almost like a rewiring of your brain entirely yeah okay or like it just kind of uploads it into a, a partition in your brain Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So that just that seems like that's like uh, like like the direct connection. You need like an electrical. <laughs> they just got Bluetooth in their brains. <laughs> yeah, they got. Well, that's they all don't. it is. They don't because they can't do it wirelessly. They have to touch foreheads, right? Yeah, gotta touch foreheads. So NFC got that <laughs> near field <laughs> communication in their heads. There you go. They got NFC. <laughs> uh, and pretty much is what I was thinking. They just like connect their heads. They like a little electric charge gets passed, and 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 maybe it like rewires part of their brain. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> you don't know how or why that would happen. Yeah, I mean, I could see them being like, you know, tech modified, having like an implant that can do something like that. That has an implant that can just interface with their memory, so that they can access the mm-hmm. memory in the implant. Yeah, I think that yeah. too. That makes sense to me, and 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 maybe the reason why they only have one at a time is because it's like, uh, it's like <laughs> very expensive, and they can only make two implants, or maybe those implants are from uh, whenever AI controlled stuff, so they can't physically make any more of them. Huh. Well, I was gonna say it makes sense that you can only have one person who is read writing. Um, like one person has administrator access and the other one doesn't uh right but i guess i mean yours makes more sense let's go with yours Uh, i mean both of them work i think but well jeff i'm trying i'm I'm throwing you a bone here man i I know and i'm trying to graciously accept it you can like offer it a second time and i'll graciously accept them (laughs) (laughs) uh uh what's the next one yeah, right. Are we cool with that? I like this. I think that this is a good, good, good solution. Yeah, I'll take that. I like it. They just they got little they got little USBs in their brains, <laughs> right? Uh, like we all do. Like we all do. Um, the voice. The voice. It's another another Bene Gesserit thing, uh, where they uh, are good at talking to people and are able to give subconscious commands to people that compel obedience that cannot be resisted. Man, yeah. that's a lot of power for a person to have, huh? Yeah. Yeah. This is a very, uh, this is a very, uh, uh, weird. Yeah. Um, 
group of people. Uh, so do we think it's like it's it's probably like hypnosis, right? I would think it would have to be something akin to it. But the yeah, and I would think the issue issue with hypnosis is that you like you can't do things you wouldn't do as like a normal person. Mm-hmm. Huh. What if they like um do we think it's something with their with their NFCs? <laughs> well, I think this is like any of the uh, Bene Gesserit can do this, not just the Reverend Mother. So, I know. this... What? I was gonna say, I, I think, but, 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 I mean, they all, all don't all the Bene Gesserits have, like, uh, some kind of... Oh, like, I, in my head, it was just the Reverend Mother and whoever is the second command would get these. Ah, gotcha. So this is a different, a different thing that controls other people. Right. Yeah, because you just have to be able to hear their voice for them to do this. Maybe they're just really nice and cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is tough, because I think this also works on the Fremen, doesn't it? Uh, I think it probably would. I think it says only like, uh, like a disciplined mind would be able to reject it or something, or can detect that it's happening. Hmm. So, so we think it's like a, it's a hypnosis, but it's a more powerful hypnosis. Mm-hmm. Like more powerful, subtle sort of thing. Yeah. So you don't need, you know, the rest of the trappings that go along with the hypnosis. Yeah, you just need the voice. So, so, hmm. Yeah, I don't know where to even begin with this. I don't even know where to begin with this. I think it, I think this is just bad science. <laughs> this, this is the one. This one thing is just bad science. Um, I mean, like they're like a political religious group, so maybe we can just chalk it up to like their religion somehow. So, well, that's an idea. What if it's like, what if it's like psychosomatic? So, what if, what if their hypnosis command isn't like a command, but it's more of like rewiring somebody's brain? to to convince them that the whatever the Gen- Bene Gesserit is uh, mm-hmm. is like their leader or their that they should follow them. Does that make okay. sense? It yeah, it does make sense. I think the the difficult part is how they're able to do that with just their voice. voice? Magic man. Yeah, that's the problem. Like this gets very into it's just a magic thing and not something remotely sciencey. I I like the fact that we're doing hard science fiction again after two years and we're just as bad as it as we were. Hey, well let's ago. be fair. On this one, uh there's a lot of more silly things to work with. Very true. Uh, See, like I think we did a pretty good job on on a lot of them so far. This I, one's tough. This one is tough. This one's, yeah. This one's not even really a sciencey thing for us <laughs> to approach. I don't think. So, what about? I, I don't know. Do you want to do another one? Uh, yeah. Let's just say we got this. We'll backburner it. <laughs> we'll we'll put a pin in it. We will return to it. We'll put a put a uh, pin in it. We'll when set we it do down. our. We'll walk away. When we do our uh, part two episode, we'll revisit the voice again, see if we've uh, come up with any new ideas in the meantime. Uh, my guess is no. Uh, uh, well, I will not take a bet against that, but we'll see how it goes. Okay, so what about, you want to do steel suits? Uh, yeah, we can do steel suits. Uh... Or, I mean, I, I would give you a choice. Either we could do still suits, or we could do suspensers, just so that we can say the word suspensers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do we have a, a suspenser quota that you want to hit? Uh, uh, no. I, I really, I want us to fit the word suspenser inside the episode as much as possible. Okay, yeah, we can we can revisit <laughs> suspensers. Um, but yeah, I think still suits probably would be... Uh, uh, more in line with the you know, plot of the book. 
yeah, rather I than guess the suspensors, Spencers which don't... are just kind of floaty boys. <laughs> they don't play too big of a part in the in the book. <laughs> much to much to you know, I think everyone's disappointment. Uh, right. <laughs> Uh, okay, still suits. So still suits are these suits that are supposed to collect your body water and recycle mm-hmm. it through filtering, and then All right, also that keep sounds you... easy enough. But then also Did keep you, do you it? warm. <laughs> so the issue is, and uh, is this is very true. Uh, uh, just removing the water from your skin doesn't cool you off. It has to go someplace right. that's not uh, near you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah if if that makes sense like this wouldn't cool you off they would just roast alive because they live in a desert mm-hmm. um right yeah i'm not sure how it would do like the the cooling part the you know filtering and recycling water sounds easy enough yeah and they kind of explain that away with like you know like the the it's the movement of your body that like pushes the water through the membrane and then mm-hmm. it's kind of like a one-way membrane um which makes sense i mean it, that it means that when you move you have to move a lot harder uh like it's it's gonna be more difficult to move but it is mm-hmm. something that you could potentially do um uh, but but that would do not not a whole lot for the cooling side. Not a whole lot for the cooling side. So, but... Okay, oh, bah, 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 bah. I mean, do we think there might just be, like, some sort of, like, life support system in it? Like, there's also a little bit of air conditioning in there? <laughs> like, just like a little fan? Uh, yeah, and it, like, you know, you, you power it, like, uh... Uh... What, what word am I thinking of? Electromagnets again, like with the wireless uh, or batteryless flashlights. Uh, so here's the again. Here's the issue with that. You you need some place for that heat to go, like heat. Yeah, out. Just, but that means that you would have to be okay. It's just a little heat pump. I guess you this power works. it by moving around. It spits out cool air inside the suit and the hot air outside the suit. Okay, okay. So it's just like a big old Freon pump. Or like it probably just has like a little bit of it and then it just like uses the water that exists in the water to in the suit to like conduct the coolness around. Mm Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, that works. I didn't think about that part, but that makes a lot more sense than just... A weird AC unit <laughs> blowing air at, like, the small of your back. My favorite part is, what this means is that in all, the, all of the dialogue in this book, it's just like a background noise, it's just like... <laughs> right. <laughs> all the time. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's... I mean, we could do LAS guns, but they're just lasers, so... We have yeah. that. Congratulations. Right. Uh, yeah, I think. Um, I, I think. Are we good? I are you happy good. with that? I'm happy with it. Yeah. I am super duper dandy boy happy. Good. Mm, maybe just super <laughs> duper boy. Good. Not dandy though. Not dandy mm. though. Yeah, I mean, we're not. All because we missed the voice. Yeah, that was it. It really let me down. I think we let down our listeners. I think we let down the scientific community at large. Uh, all of humanity, uh, our parents. Well, our and ones. you know that's that's why we're gonna do that that sequel episode one day. One day where we revisit it, I'm a full <laughs> one hour episode just for the voice, and it's going to be very quiet, and it's going to be us just like making mouth noises into our mics. Oh, but maybe we can expand it. Maybe we could do like the voice, the show. As well as, ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good, good. Yeah, yeah it's good. just uh, on on the listener for misinterpreting the title of the episode. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, that's it. We got it. Yeah, almost bye, a bye. dandy boy. <laughs> Not quite. Go- goodbye. <laughs> Um, yeah, what do we got? We have websites. We're on the internet. Yeah, we got 
find us at pedanticandwavium.com or pedantichw.com. Uh, we're on the Twitter. Did you walk away from your mic, bud? I didn't. I think I, I turned it down somehow, and I don't know how to turn it back <laughs> All right. Well, you figure that out for, uh, for the tail end of the outro. I'll handle the rest of it from here in the meantime. Uh, we're on there we go. Twitter. Oh, that's... <laughs> wow, you are blowing out the mic, bud. Um, <laughs> we'll just let you dial that in. Um, it's too loud. What, what, where were we? Twitter. That's where we were, at Phandwavium. We're on YouTube. We're on Spotify. We're on whatever podcatching app you happen to own. Yep. Um, uh, you brought your <laughs> volumes down too low. <laughs> is, is that, uh, that work? We would like to thank Joe Sobchak for the theme music. It's pretty great. Mm-hmm. Uh... I think that's about it. Do we have Simon back yet at reasonable uh, levels? <laughs> I think we do. Uh, kinda. We're <laughs> close-ish. Listen, listen. There's uh, like there's two dots, and if I go right one dot, it is too loud. If I go left one dot, it is not loud <laughs> enough. So good. This is ideal. This is how computers <laughs> work. This is why we we need Mentats in the exactly. Dune future. We gotta get because rid we can't of... trust the computers to do it right. Nope, they don't ever do it right. There we go. I think you got it. Yeah, I think I have to. I have so many volume controls. I had it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why right. I just suddenly decided to make me very quiet. <laughs> well, good. Now that you've uh, been returned to us, uh, do you have anything else you want to add to the outro? Uh, any upcoming exciting projects you're working on? Any upsiding? No, I don't. Okay. Well, that's fine. Well, you had the same answer last time. Well, I wish I we did. We expect it by now. I wish I did, but I am in grad school and I do have uh literally zero time. Right. So, that's fun. Yeah, that's it's all right. So, yeah. Well, we'll look forward to your to your project when it when it finally shapes up. <laughs> um yeah, when I know what I'm doing for my project. Yep, that's the one. Uh so yeah, I think that's it. Have a good night, everybody. We enjoyed having you. Yep. We will talk to you in another couple of weeks. Good night again, and we love well, you. It's a fortnight, dude. <laughs> you gotta get that SEO. <laughs> <laughs>